0: I didn't play that game. I took Jimbo out. He, obviously, he's a competition, but for me, I took it every single week who did the worst in that challenge. So for me, that just made me feel inadequate.
1: I was so devastated. Mostly looking back, what was kind of the shittiest to me was talking to you, how you were just dead inside. You weren't listening to anything I was saying, because I had to combined being a dog, being Dorothy, being beautiful.
0: I was listening to you because you had a lot to say. Barely, you're
1: barely listening.
0: No, I was listening to every single word, but you didn't allow me to say anything, so that was the truth of it. You can spin it however way you want, but that's what happened. We've got
1: Jimbo here, we've got pangina here, we've got Blue here, and I'm just like... You know, I, I laid in bed and I was like, I'm gonna just talk about how shitty that stupid outfit was with her damn ponytails and all the stupid ties, or I'm gonna talk about how shitty she looked and that dumb polka dot look. Or I'm gonna talk about what a stupid bitch she is. But then Rue said release to the universe, and that's what I've done. So I'm not gonna say those things. <laughs> you just <laughs> did. That- <laughs> So this is what happens when you keep the two front runners to the end of the season is maybe you get a moment like this.
0: (laughs) When you let them all eliminate each other. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be moments like this.
1: Yeah. But I, I think it was interesting how leading up into this point, it was just the good time gang of, you know, the, the UK girls, the Uck versus us girls, Mm. not a conflict in sight, not even a thing to talk about it anymore. It was just, Hey, there's four of us. Remember when there was nine of us? If you do the math, five people went home. And then finally, you know, Pangina and Jimbo uh, re enter the show, and it was like, <laughs> oh, we needed this. Thank you. Thank you. We needed Not this. Not to mention
0: their runways. I mean, like, it, it, they didn't even need to say anything.
1: Yeah, looking like that, by the way, looking like that. I mean, it was it was just – I mean, all of this, of course, I feel like – The whole season, you know, once, I guess, once Pangina went home, the rest of the episodes, everything was really leading up into this moment. I think we were all just waiting to see this confrontation happen.
0: The most entertaining part of this finale is the part with the eliminated queens, which tells you something.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we had talked about this earlier in the season that, like... By the time you get to these, these semi-final episodes or the time you know, or, or, you know, you get to the final round. It's like, there's not much left to talk about. There's not much conflict usually left. There's not much left to do, but just kind of like finish the race. And mm. it, I felt that so much this week. I felt like Jujubee was trying her goddamn best to come up with workroom banter. And it was just like, yeah, you are an American. I know.
0: Just like that RuPaul song. Oh, yeah. Uh, Baga, for me, I felt I could just see her reading lines. It's like she, you know, she got to the end of the run of a Broadway stint and, you know, she's just kind of phoning it in at this point. Uh, Oh, yeah. Even her vulnerable moments. I'm just like, okay, yeah, I I
1: felt like the moment that RuPaul announced that the final challenge was a lip-sync smackdown, I mean, it could be another compilation of just Baga resigning herself to not winning. Because mm-hmm. she quiets down, she gets into, as you said, like, it sounds like she's reading lines, and all the way to the runway, there's just this very kind of, like, reserved-slash-exhausted-slash-resigned energy of, like, I'm... I'm just here to give you one more much better arm or much better, if you will, or as RuPaul says, much better. uh, And then get out of here. You know, like you could really feel that this episode.
0: What I think is interesting about this clip of the week between Jimbo and Pangina. uh, And obviously everybody watching the tennis match happen is that it was a relatively meh episode and we'll get into it. We could break down those lip syncs and talk about why they were meh. Um, and, you know, not to take anything away from Blue, like happy that Blue won. And I feel like the season already took so much away from Blue. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was like, and, and there was also that sense of like, I mean, certainly watching the episode here, you know, on on WoW Presents. And there was this whole trailer before the episode for the Frox Destroyers documentary. Right. And it's like, all right, well. Congratulations, congratulations, Blue, but I also saw this coming before the episode even started. Uh, well,
0: that's because Spotify dropped the, the track before the episode aired.
1: <laughs> I heard about that. I was wondering why I was logged out of Spotify and had to log back in. It was the blockbuster viral release of the song that's going to sweep the nations oh my in 2022.
0: God. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, I wanted to uh, just kind of... Break down the fact that we had this meh episode And then finally we get some conflict We get some drama And of course it, it divides the fandom Because there are people that are calling Jimbo mean and cruel And then there's people that are saying, oh, uh, he's just he's just joking. He's so iconic. This is iconic behavior. And then there's those people saying, like, oh, you're only calling him iconic behavior because he's a white queen. All of this. All of this is just kind of exploded. And it's just like, folks do you, do you want an exciting episode or not? Like, I understand that it's the, it's the show's fault for these eliminations to happen, right? The fact that these queens are fighting is because they eliminated each other, right? So, you know, you can go back to the source, but week to week, it's always, you know, who's getting fandom hate from, you know, the GG methods of the world.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I was, I, I hate to, bring up pink news in a way that was actually enlightening in any sort of way but alas they must have heard me talking about them because uh i saw a couple interesting and i say that with air quotes are articles and i say that word with air quotes from pink news one about B, and particular about jimbo and she was saying you know it's one thing I, i'm used to this i've gotten you know I, i've never fought with people on the internet i can laugh along with the people laughing at me i i can it hurts you know when people say shitty stuff but like I, you know, I have my boundaries up, you know? And she said it's another thing when, like, one of your, you know, uh, cohorts is criticizing you. And so I guess she was bringing up that, you know, in, in a lot of Jimbo's exit interviews, you know, he was just kind of commenting on, like, Jujubee not really bringing it this season and saying mm. maybe it was financial, maybe it's a mental health thing, but she was just kind of disappointing. And according to Jujubee, like, that just kind of brought more shit her way. And I think it's interesting because we certainly talked about like Jimbo kind of doing this Andy Kaufman clowning thing and in the, in the exit interviews and like kind of living for it. But I, I have to say, even though like I can still see that that's what it is. It's almost like even Andy Kaufman got to the point where it's like, okay, it's only really funny for you now, you know? And I, I don't know. I, I didn't feel like, Oh, you know, Pink News calls for Jimbo to be canceled after this episode. But at some point, the act is getting a little old, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, not not every joke works. Uh, I couldn't help but notice that Pangina wasn't laughing when all of that was going on. Uh, it seems like the queens in the room were like, holy shit, that was really shady. Uh, you know, and then, you know, a year later, they have to spin it as like, oh, it's just a joke. And Pangina and Jimbo are fine and it's fine and they love each other and they're sisters. But we we can also say, like in the moment, yeah, it was mean. We could say that. And sure. you can also you can also just look at this show as entertainment and be like, oh my God, that was so shady. Oh my god, wow. Oh my god, that was so entertaining. It was so mean. Um the the I, the the thing that you know is going around is there's two conversations going on right there's that and then the other conversation is like also when this happens before with queens of color and they're being kind of like mean like if you're raj o'hara you're you know eviscerated and i i i understand uh why people are like no that's not what it's about and i'm also like well yeah let's but let's also just name it when it's named. I mean, the fact that lemon had such a kind of a bad attitude, this episode, like she was, you know, she wasn't, she didn't really want to be there. Um, she looked fabulous and she didn't really want to be there. Uh, and you could tell, but it's iconic behavior.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. It's, you know, two different people can have the same reaction to something. And one could be considered like, Oh my God, you shady queen. And one could be like, Oh, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, because I mean, to your point, like when Lem- you know, Lemon. What did you learn from this? Nothing.
0: I mean, yeah, she gets away with it, right? Um- of course, she gets away with it. Yeah, I mean, because a-, a lot of her fans didn't want her to go home. You know, Mary, I I was gonna say this for nuance, but I feel like I I should just say this now. I, you know, what gives me stress, and hasn't given me stress since season twelve with Gigi Good, is mm-hmm. I'm stressed about talking on this podcast about Lemon and how Lemon's drag doesn't really speak to me because I feel like her fandom is the toxic type.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I hadn't, I haven't thought about that or realized that hers might be different than others. I mean, I just, I guess I, I, Whenever somebody gets to the point of being like mean because you don't like the same drag queen on TV that they do, you know, know. just put the police report on this of like, what this is, is you're going on Twitter <laughs> and you're being angry because two other jamokes on a podcast don't like the queen. you like, I mean, who cares? I guess I'm just like, who cares? What are they going to do? We don't even go on Twitter anymore. Go for it. Connect four babies. I don't care
0: totally yeah i i mean i will say this though if i criticize pangina or i don't know if i criticized jujubee i feel like her fans wouldn't come for me i mean lemon i gotta say like totally impressed me on canada uh season one and yeah should she have gone further in this competition absolutely um and i can't even say that you know I I you know t- talking about her runway this week I feel like I can't even critique it you know I'm like afraid it's, it it gives me stress I will and I'm like a little afraid
1: <laughs> yeah that's I mean you got to speak your truth you know if yeah uh, no if and Ragazor, I will art yeah, art is yeah. subjective and uh and I thought yeah. she looked terrible so t- no I'm just kidding but like it's also over. This season's. It's also over. over. Yeah, it's, it's also over. You know, over. credit to
0: Lemon. Lemon's interview, uh, her one of her, you know, her exit interview was fabulous. Uh, you know, not talking about like, you know, tearing anybody else down. Um, and then even now, like she's she's been tweeting, just kind of like, look, like it's over. It's fine. Uh, and. You, you like. I know none of you that like me are tearing anybody else down. I think she's doing what she can because it's not her fault. It's not.
1: Well, and like, let's also, you know, just to to give a little perspective and maybe kind of pull some focus away from because we could we could talk about toxic fans forever, but oh, like, sure. let's also remember that what Lemon lost out on and what Pangina lost out on and etc. down the line, seven other queens are Six other queens other than the two of them. What they lost out on was indeed a song that was leaked early on Spotify so everyone could get to it right away and discover that Lemon didn't lose a goddamn thing.
0: Correct. <laughs>
1: Correct. Okay. Uh yeah. So she was on two out of the six episodes of TV. Uh, she had some- third. Yeah, she had some memorable moments. She she got to, you know, have some funny, you know, uh, lines here and there. She had a couple of looks that maybe people liked or didn't, but she had looks to display. And in the end, she didn't have to record that song. And I'm not even going to say with RuPaul because no one recorded that song with RuPaul. RuPaul is a little cassette tape that like, you know, uh, Lilo and Stitch hit play on.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, uh, Uh, We this conversation went to Lemon, but really it is about just like the fan reactions to to this episode and how it was mostly all about Jimbo and Pangina and obviously Lemon because Lemon like had quote unquote iconic behavior um, and some of the looks. Right. And that's it. It, it. I don't know. I feel like a finale episode should be so much more about the top four. When, I, when it got down to it, I was like, I don't even know who I'm rooting for. I mean, ultimately
1: I think blue, it made sense that on UK versus the world, this like, you know, uh, this UK queen, this Northern Ireland queen who, you know, uh, had a lot of potential in her first season, came back with a great attitude, came back kind of unassuming, had, you know, her own iconic moments and eliminations and all of that. And, you know, one snatch game, whether or not I agree with that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like and then in the end like on this show on the BBC3 it may, it just made sense to me of course blue one yeah of course blue one because it also made more sense for like the blue times rue collab mm. like i just i kept thinking how would they squeeze in pangina's name the way blue <laughs> squeezed in so easily you know
0: Blue and Rue. Yeah. And they rhyme. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's a happy accident. Yeah. I mean, people have a lot of empathy and compassion these days when watching this show. And I think that's why the drama, quote unquote drama, uh, doesn't work uh, or hasn't been working with most of the fandom or at least half of the fandom, I should say. Uh, it's just very interesting. It's very interesting. They, you know, we finally get a little bit of a fight and... It, you know, people are sending hate to Jimbo. People are sending hate to Pangina.
1: <laughs> I just honestly, I, 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 I think it's important to recognize when it happens. But I have to be honest with you, girl. Like giving airtime to people sending hate, I'm kind of done. Like it's always gonna happen. It's and and us talking about it is just giving them more airtime. And I don't want to like sweep it under the rug and be like, oh, queens just deal with it in the dark. But like. It is my least favorite part of Drag Race. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, should we have a moratorium then, Colin?
1: Yeah, I think we should. I think that we should stop giving these people our,
0: our energy. All right, Mary. Well, then, was Jimbo's joke iconic?
1: <laughs> I think that we should... Maybe, um, and cor- <laughs> <laughs> we both oh reach for the, yeah, 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 the media board the at the same time. The gun, the
0: gun, the gun, the yeah. for the gun, for the gun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the horn.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I didn't think about it one way or the other. I just, I, because I feel like. By answering that question, it's like, I don't want to get into whether or not, what the difference is if Jimbo was black. I just don't want to get into it. Like, oh, sure. I just yeah. don't want to. I'm sorry, Twitter. I just don't want to get into it today, you know?
0: Well, because we've talked about that before. Yeah. We I mean, know that that distinction exists.
1: Yes. We've talked about this for seasons. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. And uh, Jimbo and Pangina were the best on the season. I feel like... If as we're talking about the finale episode as we jump into this episode, there's not much to talk about. uh, so you know i I think it's okay that we're having a kind of a long opening, but the the true winners of this season are Pangina and Jimbo, in my opinion. well, I think you
1: know, for example, I feel like. And we certainly saw it this season, but now there's this association with Pangina is almost like, not a joke, but a reference of like, uh, it's almost like, oh man, she got Pangina'd, you know, like Um. somebody who got sent home early. I don't know if anyone's saying that yet, but like, I could feel when people would say, oh, well, then you'd be Pangina, for example. That's why I think Mo says that at one point. And we know what that means. That means you had a whole bunch of badges, but you went home, you know?
0: Mm. that means you were
1: doing well, but you're not in the finale, you know?
0: Yeah. I, you know, uh, I was going to save this for the end, but I, I, we can, why not? Let's, let's just say that series two has some heavy lifting to do. We know that they're filming it in Canada in the spring. I, the question remains is eliminating, you know, the Queens eliminating each other, like good TV, Uh, you know, is, is eliminating the, the best competition, good TV and, you know, because you want to win the crown or should you eliminate to please the fans? I think we're, I'm also asking myself, is Series 2 going to have any drama between the queens? Uh, are they going to change up the format? Uh, I just think that it has the ability to be great. Like, I, I'm really excited for Series 2 and they have some work to do.
1: Well, I think the upside of season two is that the casting is going to open up. You know, it's going to open yeah. up to season to you know season two of Drag Race UK and, and even season three. Let's give it. You know, why not? Uh, you know, what about Kitty? You know, it's going to open it up to Spain. Maybe we'll get more queens from Thailand. You know, I mean, I think that like, I I mean, look at Drag Race UK season one versus season two. Look at how that grew. Uh So I think. Well, in All
0: Stars 1 and All Stars 2. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, even season one of Drag Race versus season two. I think, you know, I mean, it's so interesting that we're uh, about to start season two of España and season one was so fucking good. It's like,
0: wait, it could be better. What? Could be. Yeah. Could be better. (laughs) <laughs> I don't uh, know. I think the series two uh, for All Stars UK, not UK, Canada versus the world. The prize for the winner should be that they get to look at RuPaul.
1: Oh yes, yeah. so or maybe they get to have a conversation with the cameras off. Yeah, <laughs> that might be nice. Just Look at her. Just yeah. look at her. Right in the eye. Uh,
0: yeah, but you know, it'll be. It'll just be. It'll be interesting to see uh, what they change if they change based on what happened with these first six episodes.
1: Well, and I guess, you know, now that the season is over, like the thing, like this question of like, should it change? And you know, what the consequences of having the Queens eliminate? And like, the thing to remember is like, this is the first season where like there've been this many, you know, considering the number of Queens, this many shocking eliminations. Like the last time was Manila, you know? So like, this is not like a widespread thing, but Mm -hmm. it's also like, now that the season is over and we have, Experience the prize. It's like, is this that big a deal? You know what I mean?
0: For sure. You know, I I'm stuck in between two places. One place is like, is this a big deal? Did this really matter? We got Pangina for five episodes. We got Jimbo for for uh, for four episodes. You know, we got Juju be back on our screens. You know, all of that. We got some great looks. We got some great moments. Um, and I also can't help Mary, but feel really disappointed. In how this ended, the 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 lip sync smackdown was a, a, a light slapping, and the Spotify debacle, Mary and that song, I'm I'm sorry, but like that's embarrassing.
1: This isn't an original song. This nope. is very clearly RuPaul did nothing. Nothing, and then I guess that's blue, but it also sounds like uh somebody else you know uh
0: Mary i mean right like they did not record together yeah.
1: <laughs> it's who who hydrangea i mean like i they did not record together and like whatever whatever blue did record was then processed and auto-tuned to such an extent to sync up with the way RuPaul sings is auto-tuned that it just was like, well, this could have been anybody that could have been Jujubee and I wouldn't know it, you know, for sure. So I I just, I go back to that because like, yeah, I mean, sure. It's fun to rag on a bad RuPaul song, but like, I'm trying to just kind of look at things because I've been calling this season an iconic season and full of goops and whatnot. And I think if you pull back and you look at the larger picture, it's amazing because if you think about it, right? Like, huge front runners go home in the middle of the season and like Baga just skates on through and doesn't even want to be there in the end, you know, and like there's just so many like crazy things that happen and then they get to the prize and it's just this like big sneeze in their face. And it's just like, I just love that. I love it. Not as an amazing season of television with a great, like perfect, you know, beginning, middle and end, but as just like much as I enjoyed from the very beginning, a season full of goops 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 may not be pleasing you know
0: yeah Uh, yes you can you can pull back and see that uh and i do i do i i totally agree um i you know the fact that they were that all the proceeds from this go to charity also feels a little icky it's like you couldn't have you couldn't have put in a little bit more effort like like you could have sold a lot of i anyway (laughs) Well, here's
1: something I learned recently, and you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, BBC adjacent marries, but uh, my understanding is yes, there is something about like cash prizes on shows on the BBC, but it's that like WoW Presents itself would have to come up with the money. It couldn't be sponsored money, it couldn't be from, you know, courtesy of absolute vodka. So the only reason, because apparently. You know, and I, this isn't surprising. There's so many fucking game shows on in the UK where people win money. But it's just the fact that, like, the sh- I guess it comes out of the show's own budget versus, like, you know, an outside source. And so mm-hmm. they could be giving these queens money. They're just not. <laughs> I could be wrong. But, like, that's there is that question of, well, wait, why don't they win money if the reason isn't because they're on the BBC? Because apparently you can make money on the BBC. Maybe I'm wrong. I,
0: I, yeah, I don't know, Mary. I, that's out of my range.
1: Yeah. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Throw it in the trash, as Mohart would say. But I think it is it worth, even if those nuances are wrong, it's worth at least questioning why, why they really can't just give them a cash prize, you know? Totally.
0: Mary, uh, we should move on to discussing some little moments in this episode, breaking this down. The first thing I think we need to discuss Because we already kind of talked about the untucked moment between Jimbo and whatever. Um, But it's every single time Blue Hydrangea says crown. I I believe she is the first Drag Race winner who has not won a crown but has won a crine. A crine. Uh, A crine.
1: Yeah, please use that in a (laughs) a sentence. A crine. Uh, Uh, I sprained my crine. My crine. Sorry. (laughs) That piano is so heavy, we're going to have to lift it with a crying. I
0: watched Marley and Me, and I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> uh, you know that Roy Orbison song, Crying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want a supercut of every single time that Blue says crying in this episode. It is so charming. She is so adorable. I mean, you know, I have like meh, 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 thoughts on the this this finale, but you can't take it away from these performers. They're they're just charming.
1: I mean, I think ultimately this episode I can say that Blue certainly won this episode. If this was just an individual challenge, she won her lip syncs and I I you know, and by the end it was like, yeah, this is kind of a nice, I have no ill feelings about this kind of queen winning, but or really any mm. of them, let's be honest. but uh, yeah, I, I think that she she certainly shined this episode.
0: Yeah, she's she's very sweet. I thought her runway look was phenomenal. She looked impeccable in this.:
1: Birds of drag race.
0: Birds of drag race. Well, sort of, she wasn't a bird. She had birds on. She had a dove. Oh, maybe two doves. Two turtle doves. Maybe she had two, right? One in the back, one in the uh-huh. front. Uh-huh. We have okay.
1: accepted birds on shoulders, okay, birds on okay, hands. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right. You're right. Making That's me right.
1: squawk over here, getting my feathers ruffled over here about the birds.
0: I'm just going to throw up in your mouth, Mary.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> um, where's that come from? You spend a lot of time alone? <laughs> I... I have to say, I don't know if I believe that she won. I I mean it could have gone either way. The Duran Duran song. Oh wow, really? Wow, that one
1: felt to me like like abundantly clear.
0: Wow, okay. She just she moved a lot more, maybe, and that doesn't always mean a better lip sync. I it could I like if they said "Jujubee," you won. I would have been like, oh, okay, Blue moved too much.
1: I would have been shocked i really would have been as as jasmine kennedy said i would have been gooped and betriveled i would i mean y'all know my feelings on jujube i love her and she very rarely in her time on drag race has ever quote-unquote lost a lip sync and i think this to me i was like well i'm always watching for jujube to win i'm always gonna root for jujube but it was same like,
0: but but mary like it and she could have
1: and she, I, and to me I thought blue came to win and that was actually one of the other most exciting things to me about this finale was like the like blue rang the rag out in both of those lip syncs really? and i she, yes i feel like <sighs> I especially totally next to the americans i felt like they were standing in one place bebopping and she was just like taking up the whole stage
0: she was great against mo she was great against Mo. I I will give I will give that. And do I think Mo could have also been edited to win? Yes. I just think, I don't know. I, I was underwhelmed. I was just, I wanted so much more from these lip syncs, all three of them. So it's not to like take anything away from blue. It's just that I wanted so much more. I was so disappointed.
1: Yeah. I mean, ultimately I wish the level was much higher, Uh, across the board. But I, yeah, I, to me, I felt like, well, I can't disagree with this. This is a, this felt like a very clear win on both of those lip syncs. I, um,
0: well, I thought they were going to crown Mohart. I really did. And obviously like, yeah, uh, you know, you could make all the jokes you want about, well then, you know, they'd save a lot of money on that airfare. Um, Mm. And, but I, I, I was very happy to see that blue got crowned. And I was waiting for them to crown Monique or Mo. Um, I, I just I don't know. I, I was I was surprised.
1: Yeah, I, I guess it's just that you know when I thought about like the larger picture of like, it just like made so much sense that a UK queen would win this season and the, and that you know she had a badge even though they don't as as Bagas says they don't mean jack shit and they don't. But there was also kind of a like. You know, you think about like people watching this, uh, you know, whatever feedback, whether that matters or not. But I could see the narrative of Blue over Mo winning made sense from like a track record standpoint. And from mm-hmm, like, definitely, you know, a narrative standpoint, if like they both had compelling narratives and then there was just that added edge of like, and she's a UK queen on a UK production, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, all of that makes sense to me. You know,
1: I'll say, I'll I'll name a few things that I think I liked, you know, uh, or that I think stood out to me. This is, uh, of all four seasons, this is the first time Juju's ever wiped down a mirror, so congratulations. Mm. Also, a little ear tug to a fellow Boston queen. Uh, I, I, there's a little talking head where, Ju, where Juju says, and the, the winner of the mother Tuckin' world is me. and I, do you know what that, that is, uh, Jocelyn uh, Fox it must be. It's Jocelyn Fox. That's giving me. The, the stand-up lineup in season six. And next up is me. And, and that's me. And that's me, is the funniest girl in the lineup, and that's me. And that's uh, me. I just wanted to name the wonk-wonk of it all. That you know, it's one thing to wonk-wonk wonk on the runway. It's another thing to yeah. quote Jocelyn Fox in the workroom. <laughs> and I, you know, the other thing I just wanted to name early on is that I think this, I don't, maybe this was just Maybe watching this on the telly was different, but there was something in the audio mixing of RuPaul announcing during the opening credits and the winner of you know uh, will will get the opportunity to record a duet with me. RuPaul and it's all like very low and like the the gain is low on this track and I just feel like they, that RuPaul was so ashamed of this prize that it's like well contractually I have to say you're going to record a song with me but I'm going to say it like this so that I don't really have to commit to it you know
0: interesting interesting yeah those little ear tugs
1: yeah uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, we've talked about Baga kind of, you know, running out of steam and Juju trying to wring out the rag, talking about representation, which I only say that because I, I think she's even had that conversation already. We've heard that conversation so many times. It was like, there's nowhere else to go but to talk about like, seeing someone like me on TV. And so if you watch a lot of Drag Race, you've heard that before. And that's great. But I guess the only other thought I had is, I, I, I. next, it brings us to the runway, and I know this won't be of any interest to you, but looking at Michelle sitting there on the panel, I thought, man, what if Michelle was a real housewife of Beverly Hills some season? Oh, wow. Or a friend of. Like, how cool would that be? Uh, like, gosh. she was a friend of Lisa Rinna's? Oh, my God. Like, Oh, my
0: God.
1: <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm just fantasizing. I think that she'd be such a perfect character for that show.
0: What did you think of Lemon's maple leaf look, Mary?
1: I liked the way that the leaf fell at the end. Yeah. I thought that was very clever. I, I think when it first came out, did I, did I have that good warm feeling? I was like, mm, no. But you know, uh, come for me, Canada. No, I mean it wasn't my favorite look on the runway. But I, she looked better than I would. So.
0: Hey, you know, the impact I thought was bang and big. And I was like, wow, awesome. And then, you know, the the camera zooms in a little bit. And you're like, okay, the hair's a little flat. The Mm -hmm. makeup is, you know, pretty. Yeah. And the bodysuit was fine. And then, oh, it's all about that leaf. And maybe that's the point. And it was, yeah, it was so cool how it um, came down kind of like a peacock.
1: Yeah, nice to see her leaf the competition once again. Uh, for sure. And then there was, you know, I mean, Cheryl. God love Cheryl you. Cheryl who? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Cheryl. Cheryl. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's, get, let's go to the fitting first, Cheryl. I love her, but I was just like, Cheryl, what are we doing here? I Even Graham was like, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Cheryl, whatever. Cheryl. Cheryl's here, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's Cheryl. Uh <laughs> Jimbo I thought looked beautiful and Jimbo doesn't always look beautiful. You know, Jimbo looks, you know, funny or it's like, you know, grotesque or clownish. And this was like, you know, glamorous look. It was, it was great.
1: Yeah. She took the grotesque out this week. I thought that was, it was refreshing because I don't really think we've ever seen that from her uh, where it wasn't clowny Mm. or kind of like over the top, you know, uh, grotesque for lack of a better word. But then uh, Miss Pangina comes out. With, I mean, I, I, the the way that that makeup, like, like emphasized her, her, oh God, she's just so
0: good. She is so, she's teaching them how it's done. She came on that stage like the host. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that just celebrate. I I just want to celebrate that. Right. She, she took this brief and was like, okay, I'll be the queen of England mixed with Thai realness. I mean, that is brilliant. Um, I I just I just thought she came with a lot of pride, and you could see that on every single runway. You see that in Lemon and Jimbo's runway too, you know, um, and to an extent maybe Janie, but Pangina just I uh, yeah that makeup. The other thing that I thought about when she's in Untucked and why she's not like emoting is because she's having a lot of shit on her right now: makeup, the wig, the outfit. Like, how hot and bothered does she want to get, you know?
1: Yeah, I also felt like it reminded me of when Kim Chi wore the clown makeup and was crying. I felt like her mm. makeup was like furrowing her brow. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Even her sitting there looked like a pout. So that was kind of. Yes, yes. Uh, That's abs-
0: yeah. It was like a resting bitch face was just. Yeah, her. yeah. Yeah.
1: Janie, yeah. I thought it, it reminded me of like a, a billboard for lactose free milk. You know what I mean? I just thought like I saw sure. a smiling cow going, hmm. Good for everyone, you know? Mm,
0: I like this dress. I don't know. I uh, I love when a dress is a scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like um, for some reason, I think on season one, I think Megan Schoenbruder. 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 D- Schoen- Megan. Megan. Megan of Drag Race. Uh, she I remember her doing a similar thing. So
0: Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the top four, again, like it was all about blue and and her croin. But I gotta say, I also loved Juju B.
1: Oh yes, I called this Jew's cocktail, as in Juju's cocktail, because it looked oh, like juice cocktail, yeah. juice uh, cocktail. Oh, Yeah, I see. Ju- but that's, as Ju- I said it, it sounded like I was I was saying, oh, this is like a Jewish cocktail, which is yeah, yeah, no, like, uh, you meant like jus. yeah, yeah like jus. like ah, oh, jus. like if you're having roast beef, yeah. you would dip it in <laughs> oh, this jus. dress, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she looked gorgeous, of course. I, I thought Baga, you know. She says Elizabeth Taylor I say Betty Taylor You know what I mean? It's Betty Taylor Betty
0: Taylor Betty Taylor Yeah, I mean We've talked on this podcast uh, A couple episodes about (laughs) A
1: seahorse
0: But now we have a sea urchin, you know
1: We do Made out of, you know uh, Lollipop sticks uh, And I thought it was cigarettes and lollipop sticks (laughs) And bones Yeah And
0: chicken bones Yeah Bag of bones, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It
0: was fine, yeah. I was like, okay, baga, you know, keep doing you. And then Mohart came out. I, th- It was all about that corset and the big hair. I just, I couldn't, I didn't know, was it a skirt or a train or? I didn't I, know what was going on on the bottom, but I liked the color.
1: Yeah, you know, you ever like, if you're like vacuuming and then suddenly like a curtain gets caught in the vacuum?
0: Yes. Yeah. That's... Very interesting. Sometimes yeah. that happens. So her vagina is, the vacuum.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's got a bit of a Dyson down there, you know.
0: Oh, a Dyson. She's got okay. a Dyson. It's
1: a nice vacuum, you know. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: German designed.
0: You know, I, I don't have much more else to say. I mean, I know that the question for all of them was, why does the world need drag more than ever right now? And uh, you know, it it's true. It's true. Why not have these conversations on the main stage? Um, And I I have to give credit where credit is due. I just, I gravitated towards Bagga's answer the most.
1: I think Bagga's was the most proportionate. You know, I felt like the other speeches, Bagga did a bit of this, but it felt in place. But the other three queens felt like they were answering the question is like, why does the world need RuPaul? you know, Mm. and it just became kind of the opposite of a RuPaul roast, whereas I felt like Baga really kind of focused on herself and was like, and obviously thank you, like, you know, uh, you're a big part of this, but I felt like, you know, Mo and Juju were like, and I'm not saying this isn't like true for them, but it was so much more of like, you are a beacon, you're, I see myself, you're so, and it was just like, okay, but why do you want to win? Let's just go back to the question, you know?
0: Yeah, or why does the world need drag? Or why does the world whatever? need drag?
1: Whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like talk about the pandemic, girl. You know, yeah.
1: like I that's the thing I kept thinking during these speeches, like, you know, if Barbara please was up there, I would I feel like my answer would be it's a really crazy fucked up time we're in right now. And I think drag is a great way to like reflect back the, what is ridiculous, but also what could still be funny, what could still be joyful, you know, like I I think that that seemed like that's more of what Bagga was talking about. Whereas, yeah, I felt it's a like, distraction. Yeah, for sure. and the you know, particularly Juju and Mo, it was so much more of like I don't know, it 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 got off into a different topic. I guess
0: I would answer because I need the money. Why well, does the world you, need drag more than ever right now? Because right. I need the money. Yeah, because
1: I'm broke, darling. As uh, yes. as Ciara Sophia said, <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm broke. Um, Blue's answer was you know more about uh, representing. You know, queers everywhere and all the darkest places on this earth and whatnot, uh, which is great. It's it, it's a similar sentiment to Baga's, but I just feel like the way Baga put it was, I don't know, uh, I believed it more.
1: I think Baga, like, the Baga was also, like, out of pageant mode at that point. I, I yeah. think Baga felt the most real at that point, even for her throughout the season. Like, it was... It was kind of, I, I actually kind of enjoyed once Baga wasn't competing anymore in a way. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she was just more relaxed. You know, just, I, I guess, kind of on the topic of when RuPaul phones it in, you know, I, RuPaul will, will kind of do this, like, you know, the, the armchair, you know, psychologizing of, oh, like, you I know, know uh, but, you know, there's a, there's a hurt child in there, and you need to, you know, uh, seek your own approval and all of that. But it's <laughs> like, so she tears them open, and then she's like, you know, and... When you feel a little down, lean on your sisters for those nuggets. Right, Mo? The chicken nuggets? And yeah. I just, it's like, you can't go deep like that and then give such shallow bullshit advice. You
0: know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Lean on your sisters after you eliminate them. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to go out. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure that when Pangina is feeling down, she's going to lean on Jimbo. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, right? It's like, I just, I mean, it's just so silly. I don't know. Uh, But we get some uplifting um, messages recorded in a self-storage warehouse from Billy Porter, the super-spexy Ellen Carr, and Uh Naomi Campbell.
0: Naomi Campbell's a fucking whore!
1: Yeah. There she was. She was so happy recording. It was like, who who, who am I recording this for? You know, like she had no I idea. No, seriously. Yeah. Oh, I'll
0: bet she did. No, no, yeah. Nomi Campbell. Did you see her on the new uh, Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum show? No. On Amazon. Oh, she's a judge. Oh, am I, I wrong?
1: Even, I I don't know if you're wrong. I had no idea.
0: It's called uh, what is it? In the cut. Uh, oh,
1: in the cut. I think was their show. Yeah.
0: Amazon, no, it's. Uh, oh God, people are screaming at me right now. Oh, making the cut, making the cut.
1: Let's uh, let's scoot. I mean, we've talked about the untucked. You know, I do want. I do want to say there's a couple Pangina micro moments of you know when when the biggest gag of the season topic comes up and you know when she says I was fine. That to me felt like the genuine reaction versus the like, you know, the the pouting Elizabethan girl.
0: Yes, yes.
1: But I do love when she was questioning Blue and she's like, I want to know why. And the face she had on, I was like, Blue. As Bagot would say, she's touching cloth right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, that was that. Just with that face on, with the eyes, I want to know why. I want to know. I why. mean, I would have. Sh- I definitely would have touched cloth for yeah.
1: sure. Yeah, we got another babe. All right, you know, I just wanted. Oh, to know, we did babe. get it. Yeah, I just wanted some closure, babe, or whatever it was. We got yeah, another babe. I wanted some closure, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So. Uh,
0: um, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta give the BSA to the producers this episode for giving Lemon a lot of lines.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the joke—I think, honestly, again, to go back to this Lemon thing, it's like, for the question to go back to Lemon of, like, so what have you learned? And she says, nothing. That is the ultimate joke on this season. I went home first on a six-episode season with no cash prize. I didn't learn anything. Like, that's exposing that, like, this is not the life-or-death or death threat-appropriate experience. This like uh, That's why Lemon won the fucking season, people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, no, I uh, I do think that answer is actually very clever because um, what was she supposed to say? Like, next time I'm not going to spend a lot of money on this portion
1: Right, right, yeah. Like, next time I won't do what I thought I should do. I, like, what was I supposed to learn? I thought I did well, you know?
0: Next time, I won't jump from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess lesson learned, or I'll jump from there sooner. But,
0: uh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What is she supposed to say? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Uh, God, but it's like, what were,
1: what were any of them supposed to learn in six episodes? You know
0: what I mean? It's such a weird producer prompt. Like, yeah. I, uh, the producers in that moment, I'm just like, guys, talk, c- c- make something else happen here. Make right. something else happen. Well, and just but they also, kept it in. They we did get that moment. So yeah, uh, you know.
1: Just on that to topic of, of making something happen, you know, on the runway, Juju You know, there's the whole topic of like her, you know, defrosting and coming out of her shell and all that. Mm. And she tells the story about her mom and seeing a picture of her mom and and whatnot. And I guess I just want to say, like, okay, that's you know, you found something meaningful to tell in the last episode. But you know, I also read an interview with yes. The Pink News, uh, where part of the thing, part of the reason, you know, Juju wasn't showing up is that two of the three designers she was supposed to work with had ghosted on her before. Oh, the show. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, I didn't know that. So I she, thought I was creating this whole storyline about Juju B. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, the,
1: you had to kind of work with what she could. And and that the one designer was working on kind of these last couple looks that we had seen that obviously took a lot more work. And so it was like I had to do the best with what I could and without the whole team I thought I'd have. And so she was like, so I knew in the workroom and with the other girls I could I could be Juju and I could bring that energy, but I knew as soon as I got to the runway, it was going to be this like step down because it was. And I just, and so I feel like that, that just was another interesting context of like, this is also so much more than the therapizing moments that RuPaul's having. This is also like time and economics, you know?
0: I mean, that's, that's what I kind of noted. Cause I mean, granted like that story that she told, like, god what a way to connect with her right it's uh she's very vulnerable it's jesus like to be in that moment um or to be in you know to have compassion for that moment and i don't i don't think that you know that happened four days before i was like that didn't that shouldn't have affected your runways you know what i mean right that was the problem with her this season wasn't that she was not hilarious and wonderful it was her runways I think right right yeah exactly so it
1: was like I appreciated that she told that story but I was like like, to your point it was like yeah but the looks were already done
0: yeah they can't talk about that type of stuff on this reality show you know designers and you know uh, supply chain issues all of that because it's 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 not inspiring it's not um, lofty enough it's not big enough
1: yeah, yeah, it's and and there's probably also some element of like it's too meta, you know what I mean? Like oh, we're not supposed to talk about that, you know. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to know we're on a reality show and that there's, you know, we're only seeing, you know, a fraction of the footage, like a right. very small fraction of of what these queens are doing all day and these conversations that they're having all day. Like they're putting on they're they're putting together a television show, right? Like they're filming and then they're not filming, right? There's cut and there's action and all of that. So but they can't ever kind of point that out. I will say I am here for a drag reality competition that does do that, where I do hear from Juju B like on the you know to the judges, yeah, my designers, you know, they 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 ghosted me and blah blah blah, and that's why I'm wearing this today. Like, yeah, I mean, it know? would
1: be interesting to hear the. Re- I mean, I guess the closest we had to that was was Joe Black saying that it was H and M. You know what I mean? Like, we did get mm-hmm. some level of like. You know i don't i don't care what the story is figure it out you know and that could be the reaction is like well you know we don't all have the luck of having designers you know what i mean but sure uh so uh maybe taking us to these finally these lip syncs i do want to just say that if these were all-stars one teams they'd be blue juby and bag of hearts so a Love reason it. to bring back teams um my question is, maybe you know this, is Domino, like, was it a song that Katy Perry was going to do and then she gave it to Jesse J? Or wh- why does it sound like Katy Perry?
0: Great observation. Uh, there, yes, is all I have to say. Uh, the Katy Perry-ness of Domino um, I don't know if Katy Perry was supposed to sing it. Our Marys are going to chime in and be like, "I know everything, and this is great," and I and I welcome all of that. Please let us know what you know. Um, but you could mash this song up with like Teenage Dream. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it just it fits that uh, that thing. Um, this song was huge when it came out uh, in the UK, and I think here it only got so far because Jessie J is English. You know. Um, So, yeah, I, I, let's see. And I thought it was Katy
1: Perry all the time. So there's also that of like, oh, that's that new Katy Perry song. Yeah, I remember
0: thinking it was Katy Perry as well, for sure. Um, I think she, yeah, Jesse J does, did she write this? I guess so. Well, I mean. Max Martin, it's Max Martin. So that's why it sounds like this. Oh, I (laughs) love her. I. You know,
1: I do like when Mo says, like, hit the rotisserie button about, you know, I guess, beating bag in the lip sync. I don't know what a rotisserie button is, but I love the idea that with one button you could have rotisserie. (laughs) That it is is just a button. You know what I mean? Like, a rotisserie is a whole—you got to put the thing on the spikes. You got to put it in the oven. You got to set the time. You got to set—you got to preheat the oven. It's not just a button. You don't just set it and forget it. And I just wanted to acknowledge that.
0: Okay. Yeah. I I missed all of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Another thing I I loved, I feel like there's a moment where Baga lip syncs directly into that like side camera. You know what I'm talking about? Do you remember that? She like looks right Mm. in the camera and it's that side camera that like the UK has been using a lot, which gets that like that angle of the queen on like stage left or whatever. Um, yeah. but it's this certain like look and this moment. And I feel like our UK and UK adjacent Mary's could keep me honest, but to me, it is such a profoundly BBC moment. Like, I feel like shots like that happen in that like Andrew Weber looking for the next Christine reality show, you know, um, mm. it's just, there's <laughs> something about that sort of like leaning in bug eyed lip syncing to the camera. That was just like, sure. Such like UK's got talent, you know, energy.
0: Yeah, I don't know the reference, but I'll take your word for it. I put it out there for anyone. Who, if
1: someone validate me, God damn it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> they will.
1: They better. Uh, so, okay. We agree that Mo won the lip sync against Baga. Is that something we agree
0: with? definitely. Like, Mo, Mo was great. Like, honestly, if I saw that in a club, I'd be like, oh, I love Monique or I love Mo Hart. Uh, she's great. She's fabulous. Um, and I wanted more in a finale. So. Yeah. Uh, it's, so,
1: OK, here's the thing. I, I think that Bagga, the plus side is she kept it interesting. She kept doing different things. I actually thought, oh, wow, are you going to win this? And the thing is, like, Mo was the technically better lip syncer. But I feel like we've seen Mo lip sync a lot on this show. And she does have some kind of signature moves that I feel like there's a lot of uh, what I call it is like, it's a very fluid Macarena kind of thing. There's like, there's always kind of an arm that goes up and then there's an arm that crosses across and there's a hair flip and it all kind of stays in the same place. And it's just a lot of that every lip sync and it never takes off for me. It's, it's almost like it's a little too fluid when she needs to be more of the stones and less of the water in the river. You know what I mean? Got it.
0: Yeah. Monique, I, I'm entertained by, and I think you're right on. There's, uh, she, she, she often has done more. And for whatever reason, she sticks to this little zone. And it works.
1: Yeah. I mean, it worked against Baga, certainly. Um, and then we get, I mean, I think it was Sister Mary Leanne who pointed out Juju in her in her Mandy's. Uh, I, mm. I would also toss in maybe a Joyce Leslie, but I I do the, oh, Juju is the only queen who could get away with this like, you know, uh, businesswoman special look, and I love it. Sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, I thought I don't know. I love Juju B so much. I thought blue looked phenomenal and I, you know, loved all of her moves. I kind of wanted them both to be a little funnier with this song.
1: Mm, I was wondering if it was potential that like they would both win and it'd be a three way lip sync at the end.
0: Oh my god!
1: (laughs) It wouldn't have been the first time, and you're right. And it kind of would have, kind of, I don't know. It would have. It was very clear that Bagot was fourth place. You know what I mean? And so I'm thinking Uh of like All Stars two, where it was like, okay, Roxy. I think I have to finally send you home because none of them will. And so now it's up to the top three versus like, you know, uh, when Juju got eliminated in season you know two, for example.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, I don't think she would have won the Kylie Minogue lip sync. So.
1: No, no, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I think she would have been a very distant third. I thought uh, the Kylie Minogue lip sync, I thought the song was a great choice.
0: Actually, you know, I liked all of these songs. I liked the Englishness of it. And I didn't realize that Kylie Minogue has dual citizenship. Because I was like, why is, you know, Australia being represented all of a sudden, you know, at the last moment? And then it's, oh, Kylie Minogue is, has dual citizenship. So it, it's kind of both.
1: Well, good for her, you know? She, when she doesn't have to go through customs, I guess, which is really nice.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, no, Supernova's a great song. Yeah. Um, I liked what they were both were wearing. Uh, it was certainly Blue. Uh, it was just a, a cool little dress to lip-sync in uh, for the Croin.
1: Yeah, yeah, this this pairing of Blowheart Dranger. And uh, I want to, at, at this moment, just bring us back to, you know, I think we've talked about, like, sometimes you got to look at the whole season – before you judge, what are they doing? What are they showing us? What's going on? And I just thought it was really interesting that the season comes down to Blue versus Mo. And in the first episode, we see the origin story of Blue versus Mo. And so if you'll indulge me, I have a little clip from episode one. So, Monique, I have something to tell you. The first ever time I met you, I really didn't like you. <laughs> we were at a gig in Belfast, right? And I was on the lineup. I was opening up for you, and it was Brooklyn Heights and all these massive queens. Yes! I was so starstruck. You know, but I remember you were like, you tie my shoelaces and like hold my garments and, and then shouted at me for not-, for not keeping them off the floor? And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's such a diva. I mean, of all the queens in Drag Race, her stray Monique is probably one of the only <laughs> ones that I've had this kind of moment with. But it's weird being in the same workroom, so why not bring it up? And you know, flatten this beef. <laughs> I can't believe I have a beef. And, you know, finally she resolves it.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. She she smoked that beef. She smoked
1: that beef. She smoked that beef. Yeah. She put the moe and smoked. I I mean, I don't think that moe is any villain. She ate season. her heart
0: out, sorry. She Go did. Ahead.
1: Yeah. She loves a gizzard. Yeah. But uh, you know, I just I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? They showed us from episode one that Blue has been the underdog since before the season even started you know and like then it all comes down to you know uh margot channing versus eve harrington and the final lip sync you know
0: yeah oh absolutely certainly um i mean i didn't feel any of that tension throughout the season and that would have kind of i think helped because uh, i you know i don't got think it was finale, a sustained thing i didn't think of this at all like i didn't think of that moment at all um i i did love how mo said bitch i'm about to eat you uh it was a great little moment um, but yeah, no, I, uh, but it is interesting to see that little nugget
1: uh, Yeah, just
0: kind of dropped.
1: Yeah. I don't think it was a narrative throughout the season, but I think it is, there are nuggets, you know, Noah has said mm. there are nuggets and I think the mm. show gives you nuggets, you know, like I wonder if we go back to like early episodes, are there any nuggets between Pangina and G- and Jimbo, for example, you know?
0: Mm uh, you know, one nugget with Jimbo is Jimbo trying to take the scepter away from blue at the end.
1: I mean, that's classic Jimbo behavior. Yeah. I, uh, oh my got
0: iconic behavior,
1: iconic behavior.
0: You just don't understand him. You just
1: don't understand. You don't get it. Oh my God. Oh, but can you, if Mo Hart did that? No, I'm just
0: kidding. Um,
1: <gasps> I would also find it equally obnoxious either way, <laughs> but also equally harmless because it's just a fucking scepter from dragjewels.com. Uh,
0: yeah, totally. You know, Mary, I am, as we're making a moratorium on talking about toxic fandom, I think I'm going to do a moratorium of not, I, I'm going to try to like, cause I still am on Twitter because of uh, tennis and some other things and obviously porn. Um, and I think I'm just going to kind of unfollow or mute any conversation that has to do with drag race because it it really does kind of ruin my reception of the episode.
1: I think that's a great idea. I I think that's yeah. You, you know, it's so cuz I it's so true. You know, you know, moratorium closing, but I'll say before the garage door closes. Yeah, because it it's just it it gets all over everything, you know? It's just all that twitter discourse just you can't it's like motor oil. No matter how many times you clean your hands, you still get the smell of it. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. I. Uh, we've talked about it enough. We know it exists. It's awful. It doesn't mean we're trying to ignore it. Um, but I. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it anymore. My God. Ugh. It's just. Yeah. If you yeah. don't. If you don't like the show, don't watch the show. And 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 I know the the other Twitter response to that is you know. Uh, that, that's, that it's more than that, you know? I'm just like, ugh, I, 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 I can't say anything. <laughs> nobody wins on Twitter, girl. Nobody wins. Yeah, nobody wins. You're right. You're so, right. You're right. you know,
1: pissing in the wind. Uh, Anyway, my garage door closed. My BSA of the week is, of course, Pangina's face. I mean, oh. I got to give it, I got to dance with the one that brought me, and I just thought that, you know, uh, that painted pout was just some queen shit, you know?
0: My BSA is Mo Hart. I was really rooting for her. I also just loved that narrative. And this is, I think, a cool place to kind of end my thoughts on this season. I just, the, the sentiment of pushing people away because she thinks she's too much for people is so relatable and having a strong armor on the outside, but being soft and sensitive on the inside is you know, just so common. And I, I don't know. I thought she did so well this whole season and granted she didn't like, you know, run away with any episode or anything, but she showed up and killed it each week uh, on the runway. And I appreciate that. Um, And I love her energy. I love her talking heads. Um, I like that. We got to see a different side of her and she's my BSA, not just of the, episode, but also of the season. Um, Pangina is like, just like best actress, you know, it's like her season, right? Jimbo mm. and Pangina killing it. But Mohart, God, go back and watch the season. Watch Mohart.
1: Well, that's always fun is, you know, who do you go back and watch the season for, you know? Yeah. Who do you keep an eye on the second time around? And I, I think Mohart is the answer. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Like she totally could have, and maybe arguably sometimes should have won this season.
1: Well, you know, maybe there is a, another, uh, all stars UK versus Canada versus the U S part two electric boogaloo, you know, the heat is on.
0: Yeah. Challenge. And Juju B will return, and Juju
1: will return, and Mo will return, and <laughs> BB will be the mole, and you know, Eureka Haro will probably come back. I mean, yeah, bring them all back, you know. Yeah, instead of send them all home, come on
0: and send them all home. Yeah, yeah, right. really yeah she'll right, be a judge
1: right. though, so that'll be yeah. really nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Lemon will go home first. Yeah, yes, yes, because she's terrible and we hate her, yeah. <laughs> and Irma Campbell's a fucking boy. <laughs> exactly. I hate so. her. uh marys uh i just before we end there are rumors about an all winter season coming out this spring uh i think we can discuss what we're hearing the rumors more in depth on nuance mary um so look out for that coming out this sunday but if you have any thoughts on this episode, you can reach out to us on Instagram at allrightmarypod. You can also email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or reality.com slash allright-mary. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also.
1: And you can hear me on my other two podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. You can get more of me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And if you want access to that nuance episode and that discussion and even more discussions about season 14 and so much more, you can just go to patreon.com slash all right, Mary.
0: All right, Mary. Our last chance lip sync to end this season is a Northern Ireland uh, performer, also performing with a very famous UK group, Girls Aloud. Nadine Coyle has a wonderful, wonderful little track that I think is worth it for the producers at World of Wonder for Series 2 of Whatever Versus the World. This track is called Go to Work, and it's time to go to work and kind of fix... Some of the things that were a little wrong this season and see how we can improve it to make Series 2 a million times better. Uh, also in honor of Blue Hydrangeas' win, well-deserved. It is a Northern Ireland queen. Nadine Coyle, go to work. And take that crane home.
1: Crying. Well, folks, it's been fun. Uh